to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has a fantastic program for you that I'll tell you more about, which is how you go about customizing the perfect vehicle for you. They've been providing exceptional customer service for their clients since 1983. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at garyashton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team will get to you at garyashton.com. Of course, Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Three locations in Tennessee and Kentucky that will be able to take care of you. And of course, DraftKings Sportsbook that gets you in on all the action with great offers, promotions, and odds boosts using the promo code A2Z Sports. Okay, so the situation for the Titans is such that with with about 10 guys, including the coaches, still on the COVID list or in the COVID protocol, things begin to uh things begin to kind of you you start to get creative with the math basically because how do you go about figuring out your six or seven wide receivers when Racy McMath is currently on the COVID list? How do you determine how many quarterbacks you should keep when Ryan Tannehill, your starter, remains in the protocol and the two guys competing for a backup job behind him? You uh you certainly don't you certainly don't want to waste a roster spot unless it's absolutely necessary. John Bertotti says you sound a little stuffy. Are you annoyed? Yeah, you know what, John? I'm gonna have to. I have that clip on my phone. I'm gonna send it to my. Uh, I'm gonna send it to. Uh, so I'm gonna make sure that we play that clip from today's press conference with Mike Grable because it's too damn funny. It was. Uh, it was cringeworthy to be on Zoom with the head coach today, which made me laugh out loud. But first and foremost, these roster cuts that have already come down. There is. Uh, there are some surprises among them. I'll tell you. Who got cut today? What other transactions were made? Because there was one player put on IR, as well as yet another player making the total 11 total between eight players and three coaches, including Mike Frabel, in the protocol as we sit here today. I'll do that right after I ask you guys for your two Rivers Ford take. Which Titans player do you think will make the roster as the biggest surprise? Give me your answer of all of the guys that you've seen. We're under, we're well under 80 now with the Titans roster. So this, you can go through this and, uh, and understand basically, you know, who's going to make the team and who doesn't make the team, but which Titans player do you think will make the roster as the biggest surprise? Your two rivers for take here on a Sunday night. Let me know. And we will get into it together. I'll tell you mine momentarily. You'll hear from Mike Vrabel. You'll hear from Shane Bowen. You'll hear from a great many people, including the player that I think is going to make this roster that I did not think was going to make this roster not two days ago, not even maybe less than 24, well, maybe like closer to 26 hours ago. I did not think this man would make the roster. You'll hear from that particular player here in just a second, right after I remind you about our friend's at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best for nearly 40 years and has been the best for nearly 40 years because of the way that they put the consumer first. That's all about, that's what they're 
incredible award-winning customer service experience is all about, making sure that the situation during the car buying process and during the car search, like I'm getting ready to go through. I'm, I'm my, uh, my 2012 Ford Escape, it finally gave out on me. I am now going through the car searching process with Two Rivers Ford. And I'm using things like the all-new Built For You program, which means that I can order or you can order any Ford, any color, with any available features and accessories from Two Rivers Ford and have the vehicle delivered right to your door. It's just another way that Two Rivers Ford makes buying a vehicle easy. So if it's not on the lot, it's not a problem. Two Rivers Ford will order the exact Ford you want built just for you. So ask about the all-new Built For You program at Two Rivers Ford today. Two Rivers Ford, love where you buy your Ford. All right, your Two Rivers Ford take. Who do you think the biggest surprise on this roster will be once the uh, who makes the team basically once the final 53 is uh, once it's whittled down to the final 53 at 3 p.m. Central Time on this coming Tuesday? That is, of course, when things will need to come down. So, what's complicating this is one COVID because you had another, an eighth player placed on the COVID list today. That is center Ben Jones, who, of course, did not play. You saw a handful of starting offensive linemen in this final preseason game, which was unexpected. And in fact, Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold and Nate Davis, they came out much later than they normally do, so much that I, I made a mistake And when I got down there for pregame warm-ups. They weren't out there, and I said that they weren't out there, and then I quickly corrected my tweet as soon as I saw 77 and 76 dressed out and preparing to take the field. But outside of that, you know that Roger Saffold and Taylor Lewan are going to be the, on this roster. So how do the things get complicated when you start to look at the math with guys on the COVID list? Guys like Racy McMath or Nick DeZubnar, somebody like Jeremy McNichols, who is making a legitimate push or was in the driver's seat, basically, with Darrington Evans on the shelf, to be running back number two for this team. Brian Hill goes to IR as well, based on an injury that he sustained yesterday. So Ben Jones on the COVID list. John uh, John Simon, who was one of the most surprising cuts today. But you have, of course, Brian Hill taken out of the running back equation. So this is where the surprises come. The surprises come not in all of the cuts that were made. Some of them you expect. But certainly not the player that they started off with, or at least when their transaction came down earlier today. The idea that John Simon, the eighth year, heading into his ninth year, veteran pass rusher, will not be on this roster. Clayton Gathers, a veteran defensive back. You have, uh, I'm going to botch his name, the defensive lineman Freedom Akin Moladun. I'm sure I botched that, and I apologize to Freedom. Defensive back Nate Brooks and linebacker Cash Maluya uh, were all waived today. John Simon being the biggest surprise of those, and so now you go down from 80, uh, you go down to 75 at this point, and basically 74 with Brian Hill on IR. So with all the players, eight of them now on the COVID list, Harold Landry, Ryan Tannehill, Racing McMath, Ben Jones, Jeremy McNichols, Nick DeZubnar, uh, uh, the uh, rush, Anthony Rush, the defensive tackle, was actually taken out of the COVID protocol and returned and did play some snaps against the Bears right now. This does complicate the math. So El Boogie 808 and Frank Lucas both think that the per, the biggest surprise who makes the roster is going to be Mason Kinsey. I think that would be interesting. Uh, Mike was pissed today and in the radio post-game interview. Watch out. He's monitoring social media. Yeah, that's right. I'll We'll get to Mike Vrabel and how he, uh, how 
what's the word I want to use? Angsty. He was today on Zoom. God help anybody that he's he's quarantining with right now because you know he's going stir crazy at home. He's been in the protocol since we all got back from Tampa Bay. And certainly something that he doesn't want to deal with. And I, to be honest with you, none of the media wants to deal with because we know how much worse Mike Vrabel is when he hangs out on Zoom. But we'll hear from the head coach from today's press conference here in just a second because it was laugh out loud funny. Uh, One of us got a trial by fire in a way that I don't think he was prepared for or accustomed to. But we'll play that clip for you later on in the show. Well, with got with somebody like John Simon, it does it does make it does change the math for me basically because I think that anybody would have said that John Simon has had a good camp, uh, that he brings a veteran presence to a room that's that does still have a lot of young guys. Even though Harold Landry's been in the league for a minute, and and so is somebody like Derek Roberson, Ola Adenyi. Um, but there are you know there are some useful there are some uses for somebody like John Simon, but apparently. They think his skill set may be a redundancy on this roster, and they believe that they may be able to get more out of other guys across various positions. So when I'm talking about your two rivers for take and my two rivers for take, who will most surprise you with if they make this roster, uh, I think you have to look at that position, and I'll tell you who I'm thinking of from that position momentarily. Uh, right after we read some more of your comments. Willie Abbott says Mason Kinsey. Jay's in in real life, says Will Compton. Yeah, no, the boy is uh, the boy is tailgating at Acme every Sunday, it seems. And I think, uh, you know, the, the more tailgates that are done, the further he gets away from being on this roster. Although the, the linebacker cash getting waived today does present an opportunity. Trevon says uh, Sergeant, Makai Sergeant, who... Listen, uh, whether it be because the injury gods are are hateful of Titans running backs not named Derrick Henry or because his effort has been exceptional throughout the course of camp, Makai Sargent has a real shot to make this team in a way that, you know, I would have told you even yesterday while Brian Hill was averaging five yards a carry and he was only averaging three, talking about Makai Sargent, I would have said, yeah, you know, Makai Sargent's got great effort, great energy, all these things, but he's just, he does not appear to be good enough. And the offensive line really in the second half of that game, made a difference for Makai Sargent and Brian Hill. But then Brian Hill goes to IR. Jeremy McNichols remains in the protocol. Darrington Evans is dealing with a knee issue. So there's, there's somebody has to be second running back behind Derrick Henry, and Makai Sargent appears to be the last man standing. Uh, Trevor Kinslow says, Des, LOL, which shouldn't be a surprise, but it may be a, a, a tough drop for him. Uh on a perfectly placed ball from Logan Woodside. And there weren't a ton of perfectly placed balls by Logan Woodside yesterday, but a missed opportunity by Des Fitzpatrick. Now, Rabel, Rabel, and you'll hear, <laughs> you won't hear the full answer because it did have to do with Des Fitzpatrick. Uh, and it'll make you laugh out loud because he did take the head off of one of my kite, my Titans media colleagues. But we will save that for when we talk about Coach Stretch. Titans for Life says he doesn't think there will be a lot of surprises. Cam Batson says Lane Eisenberger. Cam Batson, who was a stud again yesterday, he is he is going. If he if he is getting taken off this roster, he is going kicking and screaming and catching goal line fades from Logan Woodside, which is absurd that they're throwing a goal line fade to a five eight receiver. But you know these are issues for another day. Cam Batson is trying his damnedest to make sure that the coaching staff and the front office see his value. And that, again, with Racy McMath on the COVID list, possibly. Up until Tuesday, we don't know the timelines for these guys, but possibly up until Tuesday, there's a chance that they could get Racy through on waivers 
keep Cam Batson on the uh, on the roster and somehow end up with Racy McMath on the practice squad without somebody scooping him up if he was to clear waivers. So again, the COVID thing complicates the math, but it's not a it's not the worst thing in the world for a lot of these fringe guys that we're talking about. Uh, let's see. Did they cut Kinsey? Says Joseph Marshall. No, they did not cut Kinsey. Uh, not yet. Anyway, we will see whether he makes it through. Um, let's see. Sergeant for John Bertotti. Uh, Denise says, hi, bougie buck. It's been a minute. Well, we're happy to have you back, Denise. Welcome. Um, I think, uh, David Long should also be on the 53. Yeah. David Long's going to make the 53 man roster. There's, there's no question. There's, that's not being disputed. Now, listen, <clears throat> Linebackers, linebackers, pretty interesting though. Inside linebackers, pretty interesting because normally they keep three pure linebackers and then one special teams player. But right now, I mean, unless you're going to make David Long that special teams player first and linebacker second, I, I don't know if they keep an extra guy just for the purposes of special teams, right? So you have Rashawn Evans, you have Jayon Brown. You have uh, David Long, who is the backup to Jayon, and then you have Monty Rice, who, yeah, maybe he can make his bones on special teams. This is a third-round pick. This is a dude who's going to play linebacker right now. So do you keep Nick DeZubnar because you need more help on special teams and DeZubnar can also play defense? Does that somehow edge out somebody like David Long? I can't imagine so, but it does complicate the math on this thing. I'll, I'll tell you who my, my surprise player, who I think is going to end up making this roster, that I did not think was going to be the case yesterday, but that I did talk about on Titans Radio's pregame coverage that I do before every game with Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com and uh, Rhett Bryan because we have a great time before the games hanging out in the booth. I'll tell you who that is going to be or who that I believe is going to be here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com. The Gary Ashton tailgate was back live and in person against the Bears. It will be back for every home game, all nine of them at Nissan Stadium this year. It's right in the south end zone. You can come hang out with me. I'll be doing a pregame broadcast for A to Z Sports there before every home game with the main man himself, Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. Get your dream address without the stress or sell your home for more with the best intel in Nashville real estate at GaryAshton.com. So the more that I thought about this after the initial or these last round of cuts or these most recent round of cuts came down today is I, you know, I was surprised to see John Simon go, but I understand that they may feel like they have enough at that position. If Rashad Weaver is going to be their three, John Simon is fine as a four, but you can find other uses for a dude who can play multiple positions like Rashad Weaver over John Simon. Now, would John Simon be good depth? Sure but he does present a bit of a redundancy. So where where does that change the math at outside linebacker? Whether it's Ola Adeni, who I still think is going to make this team as a special teamer first and an outside linebacker second, but somebody like Derek Roberson, who I thought got the kiss of death uh, a couple of weeks ago when all they were talking about was how good he looks in this camp, but apparently there's some truth to that because he survived this last round of cuts and John Simon did not. If you look in the room, we got a lot of dogs, a lot of vets too. So, I mean, it's competition every day. So, you just got to come out here and compete. If you don't compete, well, then you're going to get left at the bottom. So, uh, just really just trying new uh, new moves, you know, not just doing same old everything. You feel me? Just It's okay to make errors in camp as long as you fix them the next day, you know? 
Man, probably speed, but like this year I've been trying working on counter, you know, going to the quarterback, not getting up the field, working counter moves and speed to power, stuff like that. So, I mean, just capitalize on opportunities I got. I mean, last year I had a lot of opportunities. I didn't capitalize on like I wanted to. So this year, a whole different story. That's Derek Roberson, rapid fire. The man, the man speaks in uh, in in tight windows. So <laughs> you got to have multiple, you got to have multiple uh, questions prepared for Derek Roberson because he'll get he'll get to the answer that he wants to get to, short and sweet. So you got to make sure you have a couple of follow ups for him. But Derek Roberson looks like he's got a real chance to make this roster. A couple of weeks ago, I would not have said that, and he hasn't. You know, he hasn't blown me away. Uh, he did make some. He did make some good plays. He was pressuring Justin Fields yesterday. And honestly, he didn't play a bunch. Like, John Simon played a hell of a lot more than Derek Roberson, and that should have been kind of the sign. Okay, okay, they're trying to make sure that this guy gets through. They see something. They see something in this dude that they deem worthy of trying to make sure that he gets through this gets through this particular preseason game in good health. Uh, Roberson would be my second choice, says Jackie Hulbert. Forgive me, Jackie. I missed your first choice. Uh, fat God to red says, what's up, Buck? Are you Titans fan now? No, still a Titans reporter, but you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy champ. Uh, if you're not a starter, seems like you now have to be an asset on special teams. That's how you make it. Well, and, and Dom, it's a good point and, and an observation, you know, that maybe, maybe I think it's obvious, but sometimes I forget that, that you guys don't sit through every press conference and it's, you know, it's the press conferences can be fun as they were today. Uh, well, you know, fun or cringeworthy, whichever you want to call it, depending on what time of type of mood Mike Vrabel's in. But that that's that's something that I think is is something that I take for granted that you guys know to be a fact, but that's absolutely so. And even if you're a starter, like you have to have a role on special teams in a lot of cases. You saw Amani Hooker out there fielding punts with the second team. Um, who and he's your starting strong safety, right? But he can do multiple things. You're looking at somebody like, for example, uh, let's see who I would say that you would see probably Elijah Molden. If he ends up being your starting slot, I assume that Elijah Molden will have a role on special teams. Now you don't want a bunch of your starters playing on special teams because you want to make sure that you have versatility across the board and that you can find guys who can play defense or offense and fill a special teams role outside of the starting 11 that you have on either side of the ball. But yeah, always, always keep that in mind, Dom or, or anybody else who may not necessarily go to that, make that connection immediately, that if you're not a starter, and sometimes even if you are, you damn sure better have a role on special teams because if not, they're going to find somebody who can give them more across the board at various positions. Versatility doesn't just mean things like Dylan Raiden's being able to play guard and tackle. It means, hey, can you cover a punt and also rush the passer on third down? That's something that they have asked Roberson to do. That's something like a guy like Nick Westbrook-Akina Cam Batson, Mason Kinsey, Chester Rogers, all of these dudes who are trying to make this roster by Tuesday all playing roles on special teams. Uh, I hope we pick up a tight end from somewhere. I don't view Ferk or Stocker as tight end ones to Jeff Roberts. Well, Anthony Ferk is your best option by a mile out there right now, Jeff. So whether you view him as tight end one or not, it's kind of like a tough shit type situation because he's going to be your starting tight end. Uh, well, and starting starting tight end is is you know it's a it's a fluid term because whoever trots out there for the first offensive series is technically considered the starter for the game. But your primary tight end option will be Anthony Ferkser, depending on how he's deployed. Uh, 
I like Riot Way, says uh, Wyatt, excuse me, Wyatt Ray, says Joseph Mitchell. Uh, and I would say, you know, respectfully to Wyatt Ray, I think you were the only person in here who would say, who would advocate for Wyatt Ray to make the roster. I saw enough of Wyatt Ray and Tuzar Skipper last year to know that they are just, they're simply not good enough. Uh, likes Roberson, says Don Modell. I mean, there's a lot to like about, uh, about Derek Roberson. It's just, he doesn't necessarily put it all together. Uh, well, the boys and the buck, uh, well, the boys and the bus, excuse me, says Brad Duff. Uh, Will Compton be at Acme, feed and seed every home game on Sundays? Yeah, it's my understanding. I was texting with Will uh, earlier today because we were talking about Mike Brickle just roasting us. And I guess Mike gave him a little bit of shit about Nebraska uh, pooping themselves in week zero of college football against Illinois yesterday. But yes, uh, the plan, is, as I understand it, is that uh, I don't know if Will will be there every week. But I know that they will have a pregame tailgate at Acme every Sunday. And listen, or every Sunday, every Thursday, Monday when they play, like before every home game, basically, is when they're going to have these pregame parties with Bustin' with the boys. And I, you know, I give them, I, they don't advertise, Acme doesn't advertise with A to Z, but I, I give them free love because it looked, it's a cool event and it's a cool opportunity for you guys to get out there. And Will's my friend and he does my radio show every week, so why can't I throw him a bone? Um, Roberson and Ola will make it because they don't know Weaver's situation. Well, I think even if, I mean, Kenneth, even if they, even if Weaver's not a certainty, like, I still think those dudes make the team. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's solely tied to Rashad Weaver's pending legal date, uh, court date in October. I think that would have been the case anyway, but you know, Weaver, um, Weaver is what he is. You just have to be aware of the situation that's looming over him. And if, and if they thought that it was going to, to be bad enough, uh, or if they thought that it was going to be significant enough, then you would see a transaction come accordingly. Uh, he's, uh, he's great on special teams, bigger than people think, says Cedric, talking about, talking about Roberson, booty, but Jesus, gets the <laughs> which I love his analysis. Uh, I used to, I just, just one of my favorite things to say. You know, when doing analysis is to just yell cheeks on social media about something that displeases me. Um, bring Pac-Man Jones back, says Lane Lane. No, Pac-Man is busy fighting in barstool rough and rowdy. He's not a cornerback anymore. He's a boxer, which is hilarious. I think he won this weekend, too. By the way, I know that uh, that Jake Paul, uh, Tyron Woodley fight is about to start, and I'm probably going to – I hate that I'm going to pay for it, but I'm probably going to pay for it. Um, so I'd be curious to see how many people we'll talk about it tomorrow on the radio show, how many people end up watching that kind of stuff. Uh, anyone give us anything for Fitzpatrick says Jeff Burroughs. I sincerely doubt it. I would not anticipate, but here's what I would say before we move on to talk about stretch and you, you see, you see Mike Vrabel just roast one of us, uh, at the zoom press conference today, which I'm sure you're all going to enjoy. Um, what I'll say is they should be trying to trade one of these wide receivers if they think that they can get, you know, a conditional pick. Gardner Minshew got traded to the Eagles, I think it was yesterday or the day before, for a conditional sixth-round pick. You think that you can get a conditional sixth out of somebody like Mason Kinsey or Cam Batson? Or if Marcus Johnson ends up being, like, legit hurt because he left the game limping yesterday, which has got to frustrate him because that's been the, the story of his career is dealing with these nicks and bruises that cost him time and ultimately cost him opportunity. So if you think you can get value out of a, out of a draft pick uh, and that allows you, uh, it frees up an extra roster spot for you to go get a tight end or you trade for a tight end with one of these wide receivers, I think that you would be wise to do so because uh, I think that you could still stand to upgrade 
the rest of that position, even if Ferkser's going to play the lion share of snaps. Uh, Jimmy Allen says, Buck, good place to go on a date in Nashville. Boy, Jimmy, are you asking me out? This is a very awkward place for you to for you to, uh, for you you to, to suggest to take me out on a date. But if you were to take me out on a date, um, you know, I, I like a good steak from Kane Prime. You could take me to Kane Prime, Jimmy. We'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> who do you want to win the fight? Uh, this is Mayburn. I don't want to talk about the damn fight. I just, I, 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 I want, I want anybody who's not a Paul brother to win the fight because I find the Paul brothers just completely detestable. But anyway, what are you going to do? Let's talk about coach stretch, John Stryker, Mike Rabel's assistant wearing the headset last night, making the in-game decisions. What grade would you give da John Stretch Stryker uh, in his performance as the t- Titans, what do you want to call it, emergency head coach, uh, uh, interim head coach, whatever the case may be. What grade would you give Stretch for his performance last night? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, Producer Reed, just be aware before you tweet that out, though, that there was a misspelling in head coach uh and head coach should not be capitalized but it's okay i still love you uh there's time you know there's time to watch the tape and improve as mike frable would tell us what grade would you give john stretch striker in his performance as titans head coach yesterday give me your answer on facebook youtube twitter and twitch we will discuss at length together right after i tell you about our friends at brymac mechanical b-r-y-m-a-k brymac.com that's satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in your comfort zone. They will make sure that you get whatever it is you need to make sure that your commercial business is properly heated or cooled at this time of year, or your residence is properly taken care of as it relates to your temperature. Three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky making sure that they can get you satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will do it post-haste. They're the best in the business. They are Brimac Mechanical at Brimac.com. So, what grade would you give? Uh, what grade would you give Stretch on his performance last night? <laughs> Mr. Sheckle says we all want to take you out, Daddy Buck. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, you could start start with an $80 stake and then call me. Uh, hey Buck, Woodside or Barkley. Your thoughts real quick, says Tina. Uh Woodside. Woodside, Woodside, Woodside. And let that be the end of it. They both are probably going to make it if Ryan Tannehill's still on the COVID list, though, by Tuesday. So I wouldn't get too bent out, bent out of shape about it just yet. Uh, Jay's in real life says he gives Stretch an A. Chris Frazier an A. Um, let's see. Sorry, I, I lost my place. And I want to make sure we get a couple of these in. F plus says Dion. Uh, it is Jay-Z in real life. Okay, listen. Buddy, I uh, I appreciate I appreciate the context. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm moving quick here, so you if if it looks if it looks close enough, I, I love you. I appreciate that you're in here on a regular basis. But if I mispronounce your Twitter handle, you just gotta eat it. Hate to hate to be that way, but them's the breaks. Uh, Mr. Sheckel is a B on YouTube. Karen O'Keefe on Facebook Live says a B. Justin Collins a B. L Boogie eight oh eight says a B plus. Uh, Woodside, more dink and doink, says Cedric DeHair. Yeah, but he's probably going to be your better backup quarterback in that particular regard. C-plus for Austin Blevins. Uh, B for Susan Solnick. A-minus for Logan McCrack. Oh, all of you saying A's are wrong. All of you saying A's are wrong because they lost the game. And so they can't, you cannot give, you cannot give the highest of the marks, uh, 
if they don't win the game, right? And they had, you know, they had been dominant on defense. Yesterday was not a particularly dominant defensive performance. Nick Foles made them look foolish as death death players. And again, they're not trying to do a bunch of things to confuse Nick Foles. And Nick Foles played a lot in NFL football. So when he goes seven for seven down the field and scores on his scores on a touchdown drive, and you're all just looking around like what the hell happened to the defense that was only allowing what was it, four of 26 on third down coming into last night? Um, I think ultimately you cannot give him an A if they lost the game. But he was he was good in situations. I thought he made a smart challenge that the Titans ended up winning uh, during that game. I thought, you know, given the circumstances, he handled himself well. And this was Shane Bowen talked to us about this after the game in his post-game availability about, you know, what he expected from Mike Vrabel. Stretch not at the podium with us last night. But Shane Bowen got a good kick out of it. Yeah, so we had a staff meeting this morning, and it was status quo, kind of go through the same deal, um, make sure we were good operationally um, with everything, with the adjustments we made. Um, I mean, he's been engaged throughout the week with everything going on, obviously. It's just he wasn't here tonight, and that was probably the biggest thing um, prior to tonight is just making sure everybody's on the same page with kind of how things were going to operate with Stretch and Ock. Um, and I'm sure he was watching. Like, I'm I'm sure I might have some text messages when I go back in the locker room, but I'm sure he was watching, so we'll see. Shane Bowen holding court at the uh, media availability last night. Amy Vining says, will the press conferences go back to in-person when he is back, or does it have to say Zoom for the season? Oh, no, thank God. It goes back to in-person when he comes back from quarantine because he was <laughs> – here's here's what I'll say, all right? Because now we're going to get to the part where Mike Rabel, he doesn't, he doesn't rip – he didn't rip anybody's head off today, but he he was definitely throwing some jabs and some uh, some left and right hooks at a couple of people because he's he's cooped up in his house. He's pissed off. His quarterback's on the COVID list. He's he can't be with the football team. Stretch is running the show, and Mike Vrabel is sitting on the couch listening to Mike and Mac on Titans Radio, and probably going crazy because he can't get you know he can't get the full the full coach's film angle on a preseason game broadcast because the camera angles are terrible. I went back and watched the TV copy today, and it's just, it just pisses me off. You can't you, – you, the, the receivers and the defensive backs are immediately off the screen, and nobody nobody does anything to, like, get multiple angles of the field. Anyway, it pisses me off, and I wish Game Pass would give us our film access back. Anyway, these are not problems for you, but for, for our purposes, God, I need Mike Vrabel out of COVID quarantine because he's so much worse when he's sitting there pissed off and miserable in his house on a Zoom call, kind of like he was today. I think I said one word. I said a lot, right? What would he have to do? And I think oh, I yeah, said, a lot. Yeah, correct. Okay. Because, see, I know, like, I I get I get on here, and now's the chance for you guys to all ask me all the questions. You know, I'll stay on here as long as I can. I got a staff meeting after this, but it's a great chance for you guys to get all the, the questions that you have. You know, I got a lot of time, so I get to – to follow everybody's social media accounts. Now, you guys all have a lot to, to question and say on social media, and so we should use this time now that we can interact uh, and get all those questions answered. So. <laughs> Such a <laughs> – I mean, it makes me laugh because it wasn't me that that happened to. That was the voice of a uh, of a shuffling Ben Arthur from the Tennessee. Because, we, I mean, Mike's – Mike's got us all, okay? Mike has Mike has gotten every media member, even Teresa, from time to time when he's not in the mood. 
<laughs> the idea that Mike Vrabel is just sitting in his house watching the game, scrolling Twitter, getting pissed off at what we're saying about his football team delights me to no end. Uh, he is he is something. He is something that uh, <laughs> that he just he never he never takes the uh, never takes his foot off the gas when it comes to just ripping people, and I respect it because it makes us have to be better at our jobs as media because you never know when it's going to be you and Ben today this is this is his first season on the beat from the Tennessean my god did Ben get got and I we didn't even really play the full cringeworthy interaction for the sake of Ben I you know if Ben wants to put that out there himself that's fine I don't want to <laughs> disrespect him because he did he definitely was I don't know that he was necessarily prepared for Mike to come back at him uh but more than anything, more than anything, he, as El Boogie 808 says, he's like, tell it to my face, Ben, LMAO. Yeah, that's right. Mike Rabel didn't take no shit, and it kills me. Um, that was hilarious. He's so right. That's his time. I mean, listen, we, we do. I mean, that's what we do for, uh, what, 20, 25 minutes every, every day that we have media availability, which is basically, what, four days a week now? Um, that's what we do. Every, the, the things that we bitch about on Twitter are usually the things that we ask questions about in the press conference. Now, Ben got caught slipping today because he didn't use Mike Vrabel's exact words, even though Mike Vrabel's tone when last he spoke about Des Fitzpatrick publicly was not something that was glowing praise for Des Fitzpatrick. So I think it's a decent assumption to make that he was not necessarily, that he was somewhat displeased, as Ben said. Uh, with with the performance or with the urgency that the fourth-round pick at wide receiver has approached his day-to-day. Uh, Logan McCracken says, I love it when Vrabel gets at you media guys. Honestly, I love it too because it it's sometimes it, in a lot of other markets with a lot of other NFL head coaches, those damn press conferences can put you to sleep, especially on Zoom. So when I'm sitting on the couch on a Sunday and I know I got to log on, and I know it's on Zoom, and I know Vrabel's already going to be pissed. You know, I got to be—I got to come correct with my question, my line of questioning, and make sure that you know I don't do anything stupid like forget to unmute myself while asking a question, because that man is going to take you down. And I respect the holy hell out of it. He's a massive troll. <laughs> uh, William Young says, "Hi, Buck. You might be dyslexic." Mason Kinsey, four three six, not four six three. Oh, are, really? We're doing this again, William. Mason Kinsey did not run a 4-3-40. This is something that came up on the draft, the, the roster cutdown show the other day. People like came after me because Mason Kinsey had his own pro day uh, because D3 Barry College doesn't have a pro day. So he clocked himself as a 4-3-6 at his own pro day, like nothing, nothing official. And if, if you watch William, if you watch Mason Kinsey run on a football field, listen, he's been a good football player. He's, he's been consistent. He's been reliable. I think he got a bloody nose yesterday. But other than that, he's really gutted it out. I've been impressed with Mason Kinsey. But he does not run a 4-3. If he ran a 4-3, he would be on the football team. If he ran a damn 4-3, he would be Tyreek Hill, damn near. He's not. He doesn't run a 4-3. Watch the football player and understand that if you're doing your own pro day, you may be able to fudge the numbers a little more in your favor. And it didn't end up mattering, William, because he didn't get drafted because he's a D3 wide receiver out of Barry College. And he does, he wouldn't be at Barry College if he ran a damn 4-3-6. Unreal. The amount of people that came after me for that. That's such a ridiculous argument to have. I'm dyslexic. Get the hell out of here, William. <laughs> uh, definitely makes it fun, says Logan McCracken. 
So are Vrabel and PK going to scrap or what? I, I would, I would, I mean, listen, Paul, Paul is, there's a lot of bark to Paul and I love Paul to death. Um, uh, talking about Kaharski, but I, you know, like, okay, so I'm, I'm six foot two, right? I'm six foot two. I'm two. I, I hesitate to say my weight because Will Compton will come after me because I'm supposed to be on a diet before football season, but I I'm six two. 243, according to my scale this morning, all right? I've got like four inches on Paul. Mike Vrabel is 6'4", and I don't know how much more he weighs than me, but he probably weighs a little bit more given that he's got a fair amount of height and bulk on me. But it's not like me bulk. It's like, you know, foot former NFL player bulk. So if Mike was to hit Paul, it would be basically like swatting a swatting at a fly. So I don't know necessarily. And I say that because I love Paul so much. But he's just, there is no, there is no, under no circumstances is Paul in a position to physically scrap with anybody because he's physically much smaller than a lot of us. Uh, <laughs> having some fun. Uh, we're having some fun tonight on the primetime show. He may have, uh, but it was hand timed. Hand times can't be far off that. Oh, get the hell out of here. I'm not having, I'm not, I'm not having a Mason Kinsey argument tonight. Just please stop all of you. God. Uh, Rabel and PK next rough and round. He says, Bizarro PK, my God. What a, what, how much fun would that be? All right, let's move on and let's talk about, oh, what grade would I give coach stretch? I would give coach stretch. I would say I would give I would give Stretch a B. I thought he did. I thought he did well. I thought that you know he, he clearly displayed confidence out there. He helps Vrabel a lot out on game day anyway. And I don't know how many people know that or or remember that being a part of Mike Vrabel's game day operation. But like Stretch literally does and goes everywhere that Mike uh, that Mike Vrabel goes as his assistant. And I know he's got a a, a more official title, a more official title than Mike Vrabel's assistant but that's what stretch is and it's an incredibly I mean it's it's something that on game days Mike Vrabel needs stretches assistance during the course of the week in the preparation Mike Vrabel needs John Stryker to help him and it's not just to play the music on the practice field while practice is going on because normally that's his primary role but uh, wearing the headset listen on Saturday I thought <clears throat> to have the confidence to challenge uh, and to, you know, basically carry, he, he carried himself, you know, stretches a different personality than Brable or, and, and I can't, I can't pretend to know him very well, but I just having spent time near him and like around him at just stuff like practices the last three years, like he's definitely much more of a, uh, he's definitely much more of a, uh, of a mild-mannered probably, isn't it? But he's just not Vrabel, right? Like, Vrabel's an insane person. And he's out here He's out here giving it to everybody. But on the field, I was impressed with Stretch's composure, uh, certainly going back and watching some of that um, some of that from last night's game. Uh, me and my shadow, says Puka. So I would, I would give Stretch a B for his performance as the emergency head coach for the Tennessee Titans. All right, let's move on. And let's do, this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on the internet today. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch uh, the answer to, this is a free site. Do you think you could get a touchback on a kickoff in the NFL? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you were to kick off in an NFL game, do you think that you would be capable of getting a touchback? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss. We will discuss. 
together right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app. It is the best. Uh, it is the best of the options when it comes to getting in on all the action. DraftKings Sportsbook has a fantastic offer for all of you who are invested in college football. This is game week for the Tennessee Vols, by the way. I'm excited. You should be excited as well, especially when you consider the DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. It can be the Vols versus Bowling Green. It could have been Nebraska versus Illinois and Nebraska choking, much to the delight of me and to the dismay of Will Compton. You heard that right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game. So simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code A to Z Sports that you see directly behind me to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code A to Z Sports to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee-only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Love to see it. DraftKings Sportsbook, the best in the business. Uh, what, a, what do you think about Derrick Henry? Landing at number four on the top 100, says Joseph Marshall. Respectfully, Joseph, I, I don't give a shit. I, I, I've seen Derrick Henry's entire career. I don't care where he's ranked. I know what a kind of a fantastic player. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame, and I've gotten to watch every snap of it. So, you know, what do I care about an NFL top 100 ranking when the players, most of them, now it is, once you get to the top 10, like the players who are voting on this actually know the players that they're voting on. But for the most part, the players list is stupid because they don't know the names of the other players. They just know the numbers because that's how they game plan every week um i think uh yeah so i don't care <laughs> um we don't fall in love with players we're just tired when some of the local media uh makes fun of these players who are working hard and it shows says josh who's making fun of well actually that's not true i make fun of i make fun of players um but the difference is josh i go you know it's not mike Rabel who keeps us in check it's the players who keep us in check because when and we can't physically go in the locker room anymore so maybe it makes it a little easier to be removed. But, um, you know, the difference is when I talk shit, I go to practice every day. I show up. I go to the press conferences. So, like, when I when I talk shit, it's so that, well, it's not. I don't do it on, let me say, let me figure out how to phrase this properly. I do it in a way that I do take into account the fact that I'm going to see all of these guys the next day. It's not that Rabel cares about managing the relationship or how the players are criticized by the media. Players are capable of handling that themselves. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on the Raw Room podcast on, uh, on what, Tuesday, I think is when Batesy uh, texted me. So that'll be fun. And Bates and I will probably talk about player media dynamics in the locker room because the first player to ever scare the holy hell out of me as a 22-year-old reporter that had no business being in the locker room was Darren Bates because of something that I said on Twitter. So it's going to be a great conversation, um, and I'm looking forward to being on that podcast. I was supposed to be on today, but I missed I missed the text that he sent me. Um, so more than anything, though, could you could you uh, could you hit a touchback? Could you kick in an NFL game and make a touchback? Because today I saw something incredibly funny, incredibly impressive 
uh, by a starting safety for the Houston Texans. There's not a lot to be happy about if you're the Texans, but this was a pretty cool moment for Texans safety, Justin Reed. Terry doing a fantastic job of the 30-plus guys that he signed to one-year contract. This guy, in my opinion, has been the most impressive. I think Drew hit it right on the head. Of all the players, particularly the defensive line, he is the one that stood out. Our first half kickoff presented by Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans. You saw who was kicking off. It was Justin Reed who kicked off and did a pretty good job. Wow, and then coverage nice. downfield out of bounds at the 16-yard. So Justin Reed, the starting safety for the Texans, just gets out there and is like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to hit a touchback. <laughs> it was so, it was unbelievable. It's one of my favorite things that I saw from this weekend in football. Um, Justin Reed, could you kick a touchback? Now, he's he's a professional NFL player, and he did, he couldn't get a touchback, but it honestly ended up working for their favor, uh, favor in the way that they covered that kick. So... Uh, the answer is no. I sure as hell could not. I could. I. I don't even think I could hit a twenty-five yard field goal if I tried. Because and as Puka says, "Good form." I would fall down. Yeah, I would eat it if I tried. <laughs> I attempted to kick off in an NFL. You know, on an even without like live action and people running and screaming at my face uh, at full speed as happens on kickoffs and and punt returns. Um, no, I wish. I don't think anybody in here would be able to hit a hit a touchback. If you should, you ought to be trying out. Um, uh, players keep tracks, says Jeff Burles. Hell yeah, players keep track. Are you kidding me? They see they see all this stuff on social media. Pigwickle wants to know what's my beard trimmed at. Well, uh, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make an admission, pig. I don't I don't trim my own beard. I uh, my barber does it, and my barber's an absolute stud. His name's Demarcus Drumright. He has a shop out in Donaldson. You should go check him out. And we don't we don't do free shoutouts around here. But I mean, come on. Look at look at this look at this fade. This is an incredible fade. My beard looks incredible. Um, this man this man is well worth your uh, well, well worth your patronage. Uh, Demarcus Drumright D right cuts, and that is how we are going to do that at the end of this Sunday night primetime show. Uh, I appreciate you guys for your participation as always. Thank you for making this show fun and for you know harassing me about Mason Kinsey's forty yard time when just God. Let it go. <laughs> but it makes me it makes me happy. Jondrick says, my fade's all right, please. Do not disrespect the fade, Jondrick. You know, you know damn well, you know damn well that this is an incredible haircut and that this 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 should be praised. And I, I am somebody who's incredibly cocky and self-confident, but like I am because my hair is tremendous right now and my barber is great. Mine is better, says Jondrick. Get the hell out of here. Maybe. But right now in that picture, you look to be bald. <laughs> So anyway, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your Sunday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Primetime rolls on. Radio show tomorrow, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. 615 Sessions podcast coming out on Tuesday. Send me your Titans questions to my direct messages. DM me on Instagram. The questions that you would like me and Teresa Walker and I think John Burton from News Channel 5 is going to be the panelist of media that we bring to the table for you. So send us your questions and we will answer them on the podcast. And if not, I'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio show and I'll see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time because the week is new and the regular season is two weeks away and I am not tired yet. I am not tired.